you know, this is the, the time of the year where is, there is a, a great awareness about Christ and Christianity. Aside from Christmas, I think this is the, the other time in the year na kung saan, kahit yung mga tao na hindi talaga Christian, they celebrate, uh, you know, the Lord's death and celebrate His resurrection. Okay, so that's something important. And in fact, it opens a lot of opportunities and doors para sa atin ang mga Christian to spread the, you know, to spread the gospel, to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. We're going to go to the book of Isaiah. Pabasahin po natin ang buong Isaiah 53. So medyo mahaba lang, but uh, please bear with me. But in this uh, chapter, you are going to see God's whole plan para po sa sangkatauhan. Okay? You're going to see the reasons why nangyari yung mga mangyayari sa buong linggo ng, uh, ng Holy Week. You know, you're going to see it in, uh, in here. Okay, so let's go to Isaiah 53 before I show you the title of the message. In verse 1, it says, Who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Let me pause there for a while. This portion right there in verse 2 is referring to the physical attributes of Jesus Christ. At kung titignan nyo dyan, sabi dyan, He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to Him. Sabi, nothing in His appearance that we should desire Him. Now, pag nakita mo ang picture ni Jesus Christ ngayon, di ba, pwede mong sabihin na magandang lalaki naman si Jesus, di ba? Matangos ang ilong, usually balbasarado, mahaba ang buhok. You know, golden, uh, golden hair, di ba? Minsan yun yung depiction sa kanya, di ba? Tama ba ako? You've seen pictures of Jesus, right? You know, all over the internet, in the pages of books, o kung saan-saan man. And really, that is very much European-influenced. Uh, Kasi sino ba yung mga nagpinta nung time na yon? Yun, sila Leonardo da Vinci and, you know, people like them. Siyempre, sino ang idea nila? Yung mga kapwa rin nila, mga Europeans. That's why, you know, European ang itsura ni Jesus Christ. But of course, we all know he is from the uh, Jew, he is from a Jewish descent, Jewish background. Siya isang Hudyo. Definitely, he should look like a Jew, but he doesn't. Based sa mga litrato. And this description right here in verse two, sabi rito, he grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Ibig sabi mukalan siyang ordinary tao. No, he looked like an ordinary Jew. Hindi siya guapo. Okay? Hindi siya mukhang royalty. He, was, he simply looked like an ordinary person. If he was Filipino, for example, nabuhay siya sa panahon natin, he would look like an ordinary Filipino kapag siya ay nalagay sa ating kalagitnaan. Okay, verse 3, going on. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray, each of us had turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. 
By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. That is basically what happened. In the time that Jesus lived on earth, nandito yung kwento kung ano nangyari sa kanya. In his last week on earth, pinakita dyan, yo, he, he was mocked by people nung siya ay naiharap, you know, kay Pontius Pilate, even before the Sanhedrin, yo, before the Pharisees and Sadducees, he kept his silence. Hindi siya nagsalita, hindi niya pinagtanggol ang kanyang sarili. Except to say, when they ask him, sabi nga nun, sino ka ba talaga? Ikaw ba ang anak ng Diyos? Ang sagot niya ay, oo, ako ay anak ng Diyos. And that's why they could not believe it. For them, it was a great sin. For them, it was great blasphemy and it drove them crazy. So crazy na sabi nila, dapat patayin ang taong yan because he is mocking us. Tayo ang mga nakakaalam sa batas. Tayo ang nakakaalam sa salita ng Diyos. Pero ang taong ito, tignan nyo naman, hindi naman magandang lalaki. Wala naman ka-stature-stature sa kanya. But he is standing right in front of us and he is claiming authority from heaven itself. And here, is that story depicted in one chapter in Isaiah 53. Meron po akong challenge para po sa inyo ngayong, uma, ngayong gabing ito. And that is the title of this message. I want you to remember. Can you say the word remember? Remember what this week is all about. Remember why we celebrate Palm Sunday. Remember why we are going to celebrate uh, Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, and Black Saturday, kasi yun ang tawag, di ba? That's, you know, those are the terms that we recognize. And then finally, Easter or Resurrection Sunday. Remember why we are celebrating it. Because here's what I believe. Even for the most well-meaning Christian, ibig sabihin ikaw yun. Ibig sabihin, napakaganda ng hangarin mo. Wala kang masamang intensyon sa iba. Wala kang masamang intention sa kapwa mo. You know, you come here because you worship God. But even for the most well-meaning Christian, minsan nakakalimot that this becomes a ritual in itself. Coming to church, lifting up your hands, singing, listening to the preaching of the Word. Parang nagiging ritual na lang. Nawawala yung kahalagahan, nawawala yung kabuluhan nito. I'm asking you now to remember what Jesus Christ did 2,000 years ago because that is the very essence kung bakit nandito tayong lahat. Without that reason, then we can all just go home and die. Kasi, baliwala pala ang lahat ng ito. You know, we can use up our lives doing everything that we believe we should be doing, you know, kung wala lang naman talagang kabuluhan ang ginawa ng Diyos. I'm challenging you right now because 
when you as a person place emphasis or importance on something, hindi ba ibang ibang klase, di ba? Ibang klase ang nangyayari sa iyo. Ang isang ordinaryong vase kahit mumurahin yon pero bigay sa iyo ng boyfriend mo na ngayon ay naging asawa mo na di ba you place so much importance on that thing because it reminds you of the sweet years of your boyfriend and girlfriend stage at kapag ka ang anak mo ay napinaglalaruan yon yon nasisigawan mo siya nagagalit ka sa kanya kasi ayaw mo na masira yan. but just an ordinary vase you know something that may have words written on it Pero kung tutuusin ang value, hindi naman ganun kataas. But you place so much importance on it. Mahalagang mahalaga yung para sa'yo. And nobody can take that away from you. And if we see Jesus Christ in the same light, what God has done for us on the cross, I mean, nasabihin ko sa'yo kapatid, hindi ka lang pupunta rito at magtataas ng kamay. Hindi ka lang pupunta rito para maiyak sa presensya ng Diyos. I'm telling you that you going, you'll do more than that, even beyond singing. You're going to cry beyond crying. <laughs> you'll worship beyond worship. You'll listen to the Word of God beyond listening to the Word of God. You'll apply it beyond its greater applications. Kasi sinasabi mo, Lord, napakatindi ng ginawa mo, ganun kakahalaga para sa akin. But why is it that you are not led to do so? Bakit hindi mo ginagawa yun sa buhay mo? Why? Because sometimes we forget and sometimes we do not remember what Jesus did para sa atin. Tignan mo yung katabi mo sa, sa hapong ito, sa gabing ito. Sabi mo sa kanya, alalahanin mo kapatid. I have three things to share with you what you should remember about what Jesus did. First is, remember the cross. Alalahanin mo ang cross. Now, the cross, and I did my research, you know, I went to Wikipedia. Okay, the cross in the time of Jesus is not as a religious symbol as we know it today. Sino ba sa inyo? You have, uh, you have crucifix neck uh, na, na mga kwintas. Meron ba? And you're wearing it right now. Okay, one. Meron pa? Okay, two. In the time of Jesus, if you walked around with your crucifix around your neck, you are saying, I'm a criminal. I am uh, the subject of ridicule. Nakakahiya if you walk around with a cross on your neck because it was a symbol of punishment. It was a humiliating symbol. Now, of course, para po sa inyo na merong internet, you know Wikipedia, and I dug this up from Wikipedia, pabasahin ko po, but I have several things to show with, to you later on. Okay. Sabi, the crucifixion was often performed to terrorize. You know, the word terrorize, it brings terror. And dissuade the onlookers from perpetrating the crimes punishable by it. Simply saying, na pag merong crucifixion, ang goal ay hindi lang para parusahan yung nagkasala. Ang goal ay para ipakita rin sa mga manunood, kasi merong nanunood eh, na pagkaginawa nyo ang kasalanan ng taong ito, kayo din, mapapakuring kayo sa ganitong klase ng cross. Victims were left on display after death as warning so that others who attempt to dissent might be forewarned. Biro mo, patay ka na. Nandun ka pa rin, nakakahiya pa rin ang iyong kalagayan. Crucifixion was usually intended to provide a death, pakinggan nyo ito, that was particularly slow, painful. That's why the term excruciating, narinig nyo na ba excruciating? 
excruciating literally comes out of the experience of being crucified. Doon ang galing yung term na excruciating. Okay? Out of crucifixion. It was gruesome, it was humiliating, and public using whatever means were most exped- that were most expedient to the goal. Crucifixion methods varied considerably with location, time, and period. Now, pakinggan nyo to, and I would explain it. The Greek and Latin words correspond to crucifixion applied to many different forms of painful, again, there's the word, painful execution from impaling on the stake to affixing to a tree to an upright pole, a cruise simplex, or to a combination of an upright and a cross beam. So, ang cross pala nun, or ang form ng crucifixion, pwedeng sa puno, pwedeng sa isang diretsyong pole, or sa isang diretsyong pole, tapos merong nakalagay across the top. Okay, there's a vertical pole, and then there's the horizontal uh, beam. Or, it could be an X. Sabi dito, from time to t- from, as the time would pass, may usong paraan paano ipako sa krus. In this case, for the Romans, yun yung uso, yung ginawa nila kay Jesus Christ. Ibig sabihin, if they found out or discovered another way to crucify a person more painful than the previous one, they would apply it. Grabe, no? Right? And if you, kagaya nga po sa inyo, again, today it is a religious symbol, so walang problema po yan. I'm simply stating the fact that during that time, if you remember the cross, you are remembering that it was something done for criminals. And definitely, hindi deserve yon ng Panginoong Yesus. So you can be hung in a cross. You can be hung like this. Gusto mo medyo sexy, so isa lang ganun. Mamatay ka at least sexy para itsura mo. Pwede po. Gusto nyo, request nyo. You can do that during that time, but it was the most humiliating way to die. Look at this. In some cases, the condemned were forced to carry the crossbeam on his shoulders to, to the place of execution. So, Jesus in many stories, you know, is depicted as carrying the beam or carrying the cross itself. A whole cross would weigh over well, well over 300 pounds or 135 kilos. But the crossbeam would weigh 75 to 125 pounds. Sino po sa inyo nakaranas ng bumuhat ng 125 pounds? Saas ang kamay? 125 pound bench press, uh, barbells, okay. Imagine carrying that weight to your death. Ganun po. You know, it, it, was not, it was not easy. Hindi po madali. The Roman historian uh, Tacitus Tacitus records that the city of Rome had a specific place for carrying out executions. It was situated outside of the Esqualine Gate and had a specific area reserved for the execution of slaves by crucifixion. An upright post would presumably be fixed permanently in that place and the crossbeam with a condemned person perhaps already nailed to it would then be attached to the post. Diba nakita natin, minsan sa mga depictions, Jesus would be carrying the beam and he would be tied to the beam. But this is saying that there were times the, the man or the person to be nailed on the cross was already nailed to the beam. Nakapaku na. Tapos karga niya yun. Tapos sa kabubuhatin, 
saka ilalagay on this vertical beam that has been placed there beforehand. Now, remember the cross, mga kapatid. Jesus did that for you. Kinarga niya yon, binuhat niya yon. And that's a terrible way to die. Slow and painful. You know, the Bible says his legs weren't broken. Diba? And it was prophesied also in the Bible na hindi break ang kanyang legs. But you know what that did? It only made his suffering worse. Kasi dahil hindi binrake ang kanyang paa, pwede siyang, pwede siyang gumanon. You understand? Ibig sabihin, maitutungtong niya yung paa niya. But if his legs were broken, he couldn't do that. And he would die quicker. Tignan may katabi mo. Ang sakit, sabihin mo sa akin. Ako nasasaktan, sabihin mo. Secondly, remember the path. First, remember the cross. Second, remember the path. Jesus, just before he died, you know, his final days, went down two paths. Yung una, medyo maganda. Kasi yun yung celebrate ngayon eh. Palm Sunday, triumphal entry ang tawag doon. But for Jesus, you know, it wasn't a triumphal entry para sa kanya. Kasi sabi niya, pagkatapos nito, di ba, iba naman ang lalakaran ko. For him, sabi niya, this is great. For him, people, you know, for him, this is great, but sabi niya, kung alam niyo lang ang magiging kasunod nito. So he may be smiling on the outside, but inside, Jesus was saying, I am about to suffer the most excruciating death man has ever experienced. In John 12, 12-13, sabi, the next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on His way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet Him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Mukhang maganda para sa mga tao na nandun. They were laying everything down at the feet of Jesus. They were saying, ito na ang hari natin. Ito na ang mag-aalis sa atin magmula sa mga Romans. He is going to create a kingdom and would make Israel as popular as it, as it once was. Kagaya nung panahon ni David at ni Solomon. They were greatly mistaken. Jesus did not come for that kind of salvation. He came for their spiritual salvation. The first path looked wonderful, but in Jesus' heart, sabi niya, this is simply a prelude to the great suffering I must experience. And the second path, remember the path, is the path or the way of grief or suffering. More popularly known as Via Dolorosa. Narinig na ba yun? Via Dolorosa. Okay? And it means the way of grief, the way of suffering. I'm going to show you a video now. And I will tell you, it's very emotional. It's, it, kung hindi kundi nyo kaya, then you can just turn away. But the song itself, Via Dolorosa, is such a powerful song. And if you have not heard it, you know, it's been sung many years ago by Sandy Patti. And I want you to listen to this song just to remember the path that Jesus walked on His way to being crucified.
tourist attraction. And of course, para sa mga Kristiyano na alam ang tunay na ibig sabihin nun, they come there really to, you know, to reflect on what God has done. Most people just come to see it as a place that they could write on their journals and say, I've been there. The third thing that you need to remember is the sacrifice. In Isaiah 53, verse 10 says, Yet it was the Lord, Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and, he, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. You know, because of Jesus, hindi mo na kailangan maghanap ng pinakamagandang uh, hayop na uh, tupa or baka or kambing you know, or ibon. You know, blameless and spotless. You, know, you don't have to find that and sacrifice that on the altar. Jesus did that for you. He sacrificed himself. He was a willing sacrifice. Hindi siya pinilit. He prayed to the Father, Lord, kung pwede lang, Ama, kung pwede lang, wag mong iparana sa akin <laughs> ang bagay na ito. And then he would end it by saying, but not my will, let your will be done. I want you to remember that. His sacrifice. What He had to go through His path. I want you to remember the cross. Pero kapatid, ganito yan eh. Here's the, here's what you must do. Kasi pwede kang ma-challenge, totoo yun. Pero anong gagawin mo? Okay, naalala mo, what will you do? This week, I just want to challenge you. Kung pwedeng maging mabait na mabait ka this week because you know, that is a term that you like to use. I want to be in my best behavior this week, then do it. Pero hindi lang po doon. Take it further. Take this step. Number one, reflect. What were you last year? What were you last month? What were you last week? What were you before you gave your life to Christ? Is that a life na gusto mo bang balikan sa buhay mo? Definitely not. Look at what the Bible says in Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Lahat, kahit ako, kahit ang mga anak ko, kahit ang magiging mga apo ko. Sabi, the Bible is saying, they have sinned because you do not have to teach a small child how to sin. Magugulat ka na lang, nagsisinungaling na ang isang bata because that is part of our nature. And it says here, we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want you to reflect kung ano ang pagbabago na ginawa sa ng Panginoon Diyos. And if you're saying right now, well, Pastor, I don't understand kung ano reflection ang gagawin ko kasi ngayon nga lang ako napunta sa church niyo. Well, here's something for you to think about. Will you reflect on your life and think about this? Masaya ka ba sa buhay na yan? When now, God is giving you an opportunity to know Him, His Son, Jesus Christ, so that you can experience in the same way that others here are remembering and are right now experiencing the power of God, the love of God, working in their hearts, in their minds, in their spirit. Pwede mo maranasan yun. Reflect on your life. Reflect on what God has done. Pangalawa po, you need to refresh yourself. Marami sa inyo pagod na rin eh. Marami sa inyo, you're ready to give up. But you know what? God can strengthen you again. The Bible says, hindi ka binigyan ng Panginoon Diyos ng pagsubok na higit sa iyong kakayanan. Kaya mo yan, kapatid. Pwede ba tignan mo yung katabi mo? Sabihin mo sa kanya, kaya mo yan. 
And the greatest encouragement that you have right now is that God is not only encouraging you, He is here trying to help you out. Matthew 11, 30 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Ang reflection, kapatid, at ang pagre-refresh sa presence ng Lord ay hindi yung makakamalungkot, naiiyak ka, nakataas ang kamay mo, kaya nakaload ka. That's not necessarily it. Hindi yun ang ibig sabihin. Ang ibig sabihin nito, whether you're laughing this week, whether you're crying this week, whether galit ka this week, you come back to the realization that there is a God and that He loves me. And that when I am expended of all my physical energies and my spiritual anointing, I can always come back to God and be refreshed. When all of the world is celebrating in a way na sabi ng Lord, bakit yung pag ginagawa yan? Ginawa ko na nga yan 2,000 years ago. Eh. When many people are lining up the streets going to grotto you know, and going through the rituals that they believe they should do para makuha nila ang kaligtasan. You can be in your room. You can be at a retreat house. You can be with your family. You can be with your friends. And you can all be laughing and you can all be smiling. But deep inside your heart, you're saying, Lord, maraming maraming salamat. I can smile now. I can laugh now. I can enjoy time with my friends because you have saved me. And you have kept me alive to this day. You can be refreshed by that thought, kapatid, because, you know, really, apart from God, you can, you can do nothing. And number three, I ask you to recommit. Recommit your life to Him. If you have not committed your life to Him, then commit your life. Pero kung ikaw yung tao, you've been a Christian for years, for months, I want you to recommit your life because I believe we're not just going to celebrate a, an anniversary this year. God is going to do something great sa atin. And kagaya ng challenge ko last week, God wants you to prepare your heart and yourself. God wants you to be prepared for what He is doing. And it takes a commitment to God para maka-flow sa bagay na ito. In 1 John 1.9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Even Christians fail. Even Christians sin. Paano pa kaya yung wala sa kanila ang Panginoon Diyos? Paano pa kaya? But it says here, if you confess, if you commit your life to Christ, sabi dito, He will forgive you of your sins and purify you from all unrighteousness. I want to challenge you. But this is Holy Week. How will you choose to spend it? I'm not asking you not to go to your reunions or to your parties or to the beach or to the pool. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you as a person who knows Jesus, give Him the importance that is due Him because of what He did. 